So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Hey, we're back. This is the first time I've been to a high school football game since the first high school football game of the season. <laughs> and we were here, coming to you live from Lake Blue Street Stadium. Yeah. It's the Kenny and JT Show. What's up? I'm looking out at the Jeff Durbin scoreboard, the American flag waving, clouds overhead, but a beautiful place to watch high school football, to do high school football on the radio. And we've got a Federal League matchup tonight, 7 o'clock kickoff between Perry and Lake. They just met a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. 37-14. Lake gets the victory over Perry. So we'll see if uh, Coach Slate's learned anything from uh, that loss and uh, how Perry responds, or excuse me, how Lake responds from last week's tough loss, 28 nothing at Green. I didn't see that one coming. And where was that first game played between Lake and Perry? Was it here or was it at the other place? Great question. And hold on, because uh, as I keep it as always, and this is where they come in handy, you get your handy-dandy WHBC pocket schedule, and it tells you that that game was played right here at Lake Blue Street okay. Stadium. So two right. times this year they're playing here. Well, good for them. I mean, and it's 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 hard to beat a team twice, man, especially at this level, and especially when you're that familiar with your opponent and both teams, like you said, being in the Federal League should be a good matchup tonight. It's kind of windy, and it got cooler, and it said, I was paying attention to the weather this morning, yeah. every day for the next two or three days, it's going to go down about 10 degrees, so I think it already started. Yeah, I brought a hoodie just in yeah. case. I, we're supposed to be in the low 60s. By the time this thing ends. Mm -hmm. So the weather shouldn't be a factor. Small percent chance of rain. That's not going to be a factor tonight. So uh, you've got a Perry team that has all. How about this? Are you ready? You are sitting down. Um, I know what you're going to say. In the last two games, (laughs) Perry has thrown the football 35 times with uh, Austin Maddox. I heard your interview with Slates, Coach Slates at Perry. And I, I had to do a double take when he said, yeah, well, you know, we threw the ball 17 times. I about can I jump out of this press box? <laughs> what Perry team threw the ball seventeen times last week? You ready for some numbers for for Austin? And they played Glen Oak very well last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perry they lose twenty one sixteen last week. Last week though in that lo- Maddox twelve of eighteen for one hundred eighty nine yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions. Wow. For a Perry offense where 35 times when Coach Wakefield was there, that was an entire season, right. let alone two games. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I give Coach Slate's credit because he realizes, you know what, while we can still stick to some of our principles on offense, if we really want to challenge in the Fed and beyond, we need to mix in the passing game to keep uh, you know defenses um, off balance. How about just getting into 2023? This is the way the game is played now. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, uh, to me – I'm not going to say it's antiquated, but that old wing tee, it just doesn't, for me, it just doesn't float it anymore. And I think you got to keep up with the Joneses. And not only to, to really compete on a regular basis, but to continue moving forward. And let's face it, the last couple of years, that program hasn't been what they've been in the past. And you want to continue to get those athletes to come. I mean, how could you be a kid, want to play quarterback, go to Perry, unless you're a running quarterback totally? I mean, every quarterback I ever met wants to throw the ball at some point in time, right? right? Yep. Yeah. But over there, 
That's what it was. So yep. you knew if you were the quarterback, you were going to be the orchestrator of what? That, uh, you know, full uh, onslaught of running the ball 60 right. times a game. And sometimes you'd carry it. Other times it wasn't your decision yeah. on which receiver to throw to. It would be your decision on whether to keep the ball or hand the yeah. ball off to the running back. Every coach I've ever talked to, and there haven't been that many of them that run that offense, will tell you every offensive football is based a little bit yeah. on that form of uh, the wing tee. No, it isn't. I mean, when you when you line these teams up and you've seen these spreads and you want to throw it out now, whether or not the difference is this: whether you've not whether or not you've got the talent to do so, yeah, that may dictate that you might want to run the ball more. But I, this is twenty twenty three, man. If that offense was that popular, sorry, Coach Wakefield, other teams would be running it. Yeah, I don't know how many actually run the wing tee so in the army. Yeah, army runs it. Yeah, in high school, I, I have no idea. Denison used to run it, right? I, I think uh, uh, down there in Denison, they, they ran that as well. But now times are changing, and they're adjusting to the change. And Coach Slate's now three years, you know, starting to implement things. And remember, mm-hmm. next year will be his fourth year, which will be his freshman class as seniors, right? right? So that's, you know, uh, that's why today. This is important for them to make the playoffs. Why? Because they got an extra week of practice for those underclassmen, right? As well as right, maybe you pull the up, upset here and get another week of practice. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to play a near flawless game here tonight against Lake to beat them as they handled you by three touchdowns the last time you were here. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Yeah, not, have, not having seen that game, don't know if it was based on turnover. We know how crucial that is, especially at the high school level. Uh, again, I'm excited to see at least the first quarter before I have to take off tonight. Uh, there's nothing like high school football, Stark County, surrounding areas. We've been doing it all year long, and we've got, what, 19 teams that we cover. It's nice to be back out at the ballpark. It's nice to be ready to be watching high school football, and especially to be watching games that really matter. This is do or go home. Yep. You're, you're either going to ex- extend your season, right? As a senior, you get mm-hmm. to play another game. Or as a senior, this yeah. is your last game. Yeah. So you want to go out and you hear the old cliche, leave it all out on the field. Well, Hard, you know, if you're, you're Perry, uh, you want to make sure. Uh, spends the, everything. He, he returns kicks. He yeah. plays linebacker. He runs the ball he catches the ball he does everything for it's really weird too because like i said at the beginning of this show today i haven't seen a lot of high school football this season but i have seen the luke blue uh, i'm sorry the lake blue streaks and i have seen the green bulldogs because i saw green play uh at mckinley okay and i didn't see them beating lake last week and to come back now and to see lake again in the first game of the playoffs it's got to be really difficult to lose your last game of the regular season in a game where you could have taken half of the Federal League or shared the Federal League title. Right. You let it get away. Maybe they were looking forward to the playoffs. Let's hope that's the case, Kenny, and that they can respond and play well at home today. Because if not, I think they're in for a dogfight. Yeah, this one, uh, turnovers will be a factor. Lake has had trouble scoring, JT. Mm-hmm. Think about this. You were here when Lake lost to Alliance 12-7. Right. to 7. Mm-hmm. That means they scored one touchdown that game. Wow. Last week, the 10th game, you want to get better as the season goes on. Guess what? They didn't score a single touchdown. Right. So their first game, they scored one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Their 10th game, they scored zero touchdowns, zero right. points. So where, where, who is this Lake team at 7-3? and three? 
as, as you said and Coach DeGeorge said, we laid an egg last week, uh, literally and figuratively, right, uh, yeah. on the scoreboard and on the field. So I, I don't know. We're going to find out, and he wants to find out, too, how does this team handle that adversity? Let's talk about motivation. Let's talk about a high school kid trying to get him ready for a high school playoff game after you just got shut out the week before. That's got to be difficult, man. You know, it takes you back into – you can't McKinley Bulldogs. Two weeks in a row, they don't score a touchdown. Yeah. How are they going to respond tonight after not scoring a touchdown and losing a game to your crosstown rival, Glen Oak, and then being shut out by your real rival in Maslin, and now you've got a playoff game? You're being rewarded for a couple of things that didn't go your way. How do you respond? When you're at that age, what are you looking forward to? You know, you go back to practice that week. Maybe your head's hung down a little bit low. Right. Maybe you're not into it. Maybe you're not giving it your all. Maybe, I'm not saying this has happened, but it would not shock me if things like that don't come into play. JT, McKinley has some talent, right? We've seen it. It's out there. But for whatever reason, it doesn't present itself consistently on the field for four quarters week in and week out. Mm-hmm. And then add in what happened after the game and which kids will be suspended. We don't know. Uh, hearing there will be uh, one, maybe two suspended. Others may be uh, kept out of a quarter or two for McKinley. I haven't heard a word from, uh, you know, the Maslin side of things. So we'll see if yeah. uh, any of those kids are suspended for their playoff game, one versus 16. It won't matter. Uh, and if some kids are kept out of the game partially. Um, but all of that factors in. When you're Maslin, no offense to, to McKinley, you're Maslin. You can play your fourth team tonight and still beat that 16 seed, okay? Probably. When you're McKinley, if you have an off game, guess what? You you could get upset tonight oh. at home. Now, I don't think they will cuz I've talked to some people at you know that are uh, how do I want to say this nicely? That have connections to the Strongsville program and they told me they stink this year. Okay? Which is fine, but I don't know if Strongsville's coming off of back-to-back losses. No, I don't and again, either. The mental aspect of coming off of those two big losses, and they're big, man. Believe me, nobody in Canton wants to lose to a team for playing township, right. and they sure as heck don't want to lose to that team to the West. Right. And now you have to figure out whether or not, you know, the things that we talk about in football a lot is consistency and growth. Now, this team hasn't been consistent, and if you want to talk about growth, they're going in the opposite direction. Do they want to play? Do they want to strap it up tonight? In a game like this, and maybe you're standing on a bench, and maybe it's a little bit chilly, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, uh, let's start thinking about basketball season. Let's start thinking about you know, maybe doing you know, whatever kids do at this time of year. I have no idea. My point is the consistency and growth I haven't seen, and we've seen it in the past, and I just don't know how they respond. It'll be interesting to see how these two teams respond today, and, again, I, I look forward to at least – like I said, I can't be here for the full game because I've got other uh, uh, commitments this evening. I, I can't wait to get it going, man. It should be a good game. We're hoping it's a good game. We don't like blowouts. Uh, we like close games that in the fourth quarter. We don't know who's going to win. So uh, that's one of the games we're doing tonight, and that'll be the Altman Hospital Radio Game of the Week. WHBC Mix 94.1 is where you'll be able to listen to that one. And then our WHBCSports.com streaming game of the week has Lorraine at Glen Oak. Billy Beebe and Derek Philo will have the call on that. And how about this? What? I said, you know what? I need to get some information on Lorraine. I got to find out how good this team is. What is Glen Oak in for? Who do I know? I know who I can call. Pow! 
Tim Alcorn. That's right. He did a Lorraine game earlier this year. So I reached out to Timmy on my drive out here to Blue Streak Stadium, right? I said, hey, what can you tell me uh, about Lorraine? He said, hey, that program's gotten turned around really? uh, in the last three years. Um, and they have a two-headed monster at running back to watch out for, and they go to the football on defense. They fly to the football on defense. Yeah, this he's, this should be a good game for your Glen Oak Golden Eagles. So he's, he's got a big game tonight too. Cavaliers hosting yep. the Thunder, seven thirty tip off at Rocket Mortgage Field. Cavaliers have gone down. Last time I saw, they were a four and a half point home favorite. Yeah, it's gone down to three and a half. Oh, there's Eric Brooks yeah. right there. Turn it up, Brian. Sing it, Eric. Sing it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to encourage him like AC. Look out, pal. Here he is. Sweet. It's a temperature out here, man. It's chilly. It's not chilly. Come 69. On. But, yes, Cavaliers, we won't have the game tonight, unfortunately. Sorry, Timmy, but thanks for the information on Lorraine at Glen Oak because we have high school for you. But you can uh, yeah. check it out on your Bally's app, 730 OKC, the Thunder in town, to take on the Cavaliers. And how about me? I started the season strong in my NBA wagering Here we go. Uh, year. How about I'm 1-0 on my bets on the NBA, baby. Four-leg parlay came through for me last night, barely, as I had Milwaukee beating Philadelphia to complete my four-leg parlay, and I pocketed a whopping $16, Ooh, baby. You're rich. I'm a big winner. Cavaliers' first leg of a back-to-back, or they play again tomorrow night at home, uh, facing the Indiana Pacers, which everybody's told me that team is much improved. Should be a tough game tomorrow night, too. And again, no Jared Allen tonight. Yeah, and this team, OKC, I read uh, a story on ESPN.com. They were projecting the young rosters for two years down mm. the road. And they say OKC will be one of the best teams in the league in two years. Shai Gilgis-Alexander, did I say it right? Yes, and the big kid, I forget his name, that was at Gonzaga that had to sit out because of the foot Timmy? injury last year. Timmy? I, I, I don't remember his name. Let me look. He likes to shoot threes just like uh, Wembenyama likes to shoot. How about this? Uh, you got a seven foot uh, three guy and a seven foot two guy, oh. and uh, what they want to do is step out beyond the arc and, and drop threes and rain threes uh, on everybody. So, uh, but they're projecting OKC to be very good in a couple of years, and the Cavaliers were like five spots behind OKC because mm-hmm. they said they didn't know if Donovan Mitchell would stay. So, therefore, they weren't sure how that roster would look in a couple of years. So, um, but, yeah, this should be a tough game for them tonight. You can watch it on Bally's. Listen to us uh, on 1480 AM or Mix 94 uh, on the FM side, Mix 94.1. Or you can uh, listen live, whbc.com, or just ask your smart device to play it, uh, and they will. What sandwich did you bring me here today? Well, we're going to get into that in a second because, uh, actually, before we get a break, let's just start right here. All right. Uh, you don't go over to Maslin and not stop at John George's. More on that in a second. But today, uh, we made another uh, visit at Save-A-Lot today at Maslin, the Maslin location. Outstanding, uh, right off of Lincoln Way. And it's the Save-A-Lot three-day fresh-cut meat sale. And Kenny, they've got so many great things going on there. Yesterday, we were at Mahoning Road. Today, how about this? They have ground beef family packs starting at two ninety nine a pound. Pork spare ribs, $1.79 a pound. They've got their Nemmons. Fair style sausage. You know, like when you go to a sausage, you go to a fair and they've got the sausage yep. truck there. Two ninety nine a pound. Boneless beef chuck roast. They tell you it's outstanding for the crock pot. You can make pulled beef sandwiches or tacos with it. 
five ninety nine a pound, man. That's unbelievable. They've got chicken wings starting at two twenty nine as well. Outstanding store, nice location, clean. A lot of people in there just checking out the uh, uh, the grocery store and stopping by. We had Cavaliers tickets. We've got a hundred dollar gift card from Save a Lot, and people are registering to win those. We'll do it again tomorrow at the Canton South location, noon to one thirty. So. We're over there in Maslin. I meet my new best friend, Mike, Hot Dog Mike, as he likes to be called. Hi, Hot Dog Good Mike. Good dude. So we're talking about the Tigers and their game tonight and everything else. And the team is buzzing. Everywhere you go, people are in orange and black. And they're T-I-G-E-R-S all over the place. I mean, they really look forward to this time of year. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm at the save lot. You don't go to Maslin and not stop at John George's. So shout out to my man, Jimmy. I mean, they hooked us up. This is the place to go for the best sub sandwiches of all time. Of all time. I'm telling you, man, when I was at the beer company, guys would have that route, and I would be so mad because they would get to go to Maslin every day, and once a week, my buddies would come over. Oh, man, I had a John George. Man, I'm fooled. I'm like, man, give me one of them John George's sandwiches. No. So today, I took the extra five, ten minutes, yep. drove there from Save-A-Lot, couldn't be happier, got to see Jimmy. Jimmy's a good dude, man. Jimmy, back in the day, used to play hoops with us at the Hall of Fame Fitness Center. Looked like Bernie Kosar. So he looked like Bernie Kosar, and he's telling one of his customers, I'm like, hey, what up, Bernie? He's like, what up, Vinny? Because he thought oh. I looked like Vinny. And that's when we both had hair. Okay. All right. So now we don't look like either one of them. I don't know. I haven't seen Vinny in a long yeah, exactly. time. Yeah, we've seen Bernie, but not Vinny right. for a long while. But you brought me it, and I ate half of that sandwich yeah. already, so uh, it fueled me for my uh, side uh, sideline duties here tonight at yep. Lake Blue Streak Stadium, and I saved the other half for Bells. Uh, Bells always shares food with me. He can't eat that? Yes, he can. You have to jog home from here. He's, uh, that's no problem to him. He, he runs or bikes 3,000 miles a day or something like, like that. I don't know who makes the bread for these John George subs, but I'm telling you what, I mean, I think the bread is half of what it is i mean the bread makes the sandwich for whatever reason and you know i it's just a secret recipe i don't know what they do and it's just fantastic so thank you for bringing that enjoyed it and uh, uh we're hoping you'll enjoy the show here today as we're going to talk high school football playoffs ohio state at wisconsin more on the cheating Ooh, scandal man every day something new comes out from that team up north huh i don't know what to believe i don't know what's real what's not real sometimes you get these stories and they're fueled from Buckeye fans in Columbus. Right. I haven't heard much coming out of uh, that team up north or that state up north, but I did hear this. It seems as though the NCAA is now already going to investigate in Ann Arbor. Wow. You've been following any of this story? I have not seen this. So if it's an investigation, we don't know how long it takes for it to pan out, whether or not it comes down from a higher authority, meaning the school comes down on Harbaugh or whatever. But it's going to be interesting, and you said it best when you said where there's smoke, there's usually fire. And everyone I've talked to, and we had Kirk Barton on the show. Yep. And I've looked, and we had Hellwagon on the show yesterday. Everyone says this is not a not story. Right. This is something. Right. Yeah. There, there's something. I mean, when, when McAfee's, you know, his show is all about it. When uh, I'm looking at the headline right now, NCAA at Michigan for sign-stealing investigation, sources say. That's one of their main stories there. Uh, it says here an NCAA enforcement staff has been at the University of Michigan this week to look into the sign-stealing probe, sources told ESPN on Thursday, the arrival of the NCAA enforcement just a week after the investigation formally launched is an indication 
of the priority the case has taken for the NCAA. Isn't that amazing? Mm. Analytics prove everything, and, and numbers are never wrong. And if there's a history, they're going to find it on these computers because of allegedly the people that were buying the tickets to go to these stadiums yep. to scout the teams did everything online, and the records are right there for public knowledge. So once they start the investigation, it's going to be right there, evident for everyone to see why were you there, what were you doing, you didn't have any business there. And if they can prove that they use whatever information that they gathered at these games, right. they're done, man. Yeah, you always don't leave a paper trail. Well, now Ooh. in the technology world that we live in, don't leave an Internet trail because it can always be found. And I deleted it. It's off my computer. <clears throat> no, it's not. It's still up in the cloud. And no, not the ones that are over uh, Lake Blue Streak Stadium here it's today. It's a low-level assistant standing on the sideline, getting the call from whatever reason, and that level assistant isn't supposed to have headphones he doesn't have any bearing on the game they're only allowed a certain number of coaches he ain't one of them right and they've got video evidence i mean it's going to be interesting to see what happens here yeah we're we're seeing all we got people that are diehard buckeye fans sending you and me uh vote Dwayne. oh dude i didn't tell you Dwayne. 12 30 at night oh, no. found a story and texted it to me oh. last night and i'm laying there in, in bed right and all of us and i forgot to turn yeah. my sound off and i hear bing and I'm like, oh, geez, what yeah. now? And it was Dwayne sending me a story. Think of it in terms of this. Our good friend Devin Jordan's with Ohio State. He's with the program. Yeah. He is not an assistant coach because you're only allowed a certain number. And I think it's like nine or ten, right? Mm -hmm. So until he's elevated to the status of assistant coach, he is one of those low-level assistants. Right. Devin Jordan isn't on the sideline at Ohio State games with headphones on. He's not talking to Brian Hartline. He might be on the sideline. We see him on TV all the time. Somebody does something well, they come off the field, yeah, he gives them a high, high five, five, give them yeah. a little dap. Yep. But he's not talking to the coaching staff. Right. He's not in the ear of the offensive or defensive uh, coordinator. Correct. He's not talking to the head coach. This dude, what's the guy's name? Connor Stallions. Connor Stallions is not only having headphones on, he's talking to the head coach and the defensive coordinator. They're calling out plays. It's all there, and it's not even in black and white. It's in color. They've got video evidence. Yeah, they, they do. The, the, he's not a low-level staffer. They may say he's a, they're paying him as a low-level well, staffer. We point. don't know how much they're paying him under the table right, to do what he's done with his uh, uh, well, reconnaissance work as a former military member. Right? Buckeyescoop.com referred to him as a guy that wants to be on the staff, as someone that probably was one of those big fans that, hey, I can do this for the program. I want to be with the program in some capacity. Yeah. Let me work my way in, and let's face it, Harbaugh, if anything, was on the bubble before he turned things around seemingly in two years. I will do whatever it takes yeah. to be able to not only beat Ohio State but win a Big Ten championship yep. game and get into the finals, which he's done. But at what cost? Is it going to cost him his job? We're going to find out, man. Right. And and normally we hate anything blue. But since we're here at Lake Blue Streak Stadium right. today, we're OK. It's a different. Blue. I see Coach DeGeorge walking uh, you know, on the field right now. You see his truck. Run. There he is. Run a little bit. <laughs> Pick it up. <laughs> he's got his blue truck over right. there at Blue Streak Stadium. He's got his blue on. So he's out. Or dude, game face already. Right. He's in, good shape. he's in great shape. Yeah. He really is. He could go out and play right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there are times I see him on the sidelines sprinting up and down the sidelines after guys. 
guys and the officials, he, he can go this. out and still hit. Watch this. Hey, McBride would run if his knee was good. <laughs> he looked at you like, shut the hell up. Why are you here again? That was what that look was. Hey, Why hey, are you here again? You remember what happened to his team last time? That's what I mean. Why are you? You're the black cat. You're the black cat yeah, for them. Hey. You were here the yeah, last time. I'm Orthodox. Slate is Orthodox. <laughs> Opa! All right, we're just getting started here at the Kenny and JT Show. we got a lot to get to, taking you through until 5 o'clock today, and then it's the Altcare Stadium Show. And I go from uh, one McKinley grad joining me to another one in Rick Warstel uh, to preview all the games throughout the first week of the high school football playoffs. So uh, stay with us. 330-450-1480. You want to be a part of it? You want to chime in with uh, your high school football team and what you think their chances are uh, this weekend and for the playoffs? We welcome your phone calls on the Kenny and JT Show. This is Dan DeGeorge, head coach at Lake High School. You're listening to Kenny and JT on 1480 WHBC.